John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's just me, Paula Poundstone. I want to tell you about a headgum podcast I think you're going to love. Fake the Nation with Nagin Farsad, which I've done a few times now. So much fun. You may know Nagin from her TED Talk, from NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, or her book, How to Make White People Laugh. On Fake the Nation, Nagin and a rotating cast of her funniest, smartest, and most politically astute friends, people like Samantha B, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Paula Poundstone, Larry Wilmore, <laughs> Margaret Cho, and more. Break down the news, make you laugh, think, and deliver a gut punch to humanity. Wait, do we really want to deliver a gut punch to you? Hu- I thought we wanted to uplift humanity, support, <laughs> uh, protect humanity. But apparently Nagin has gone over to the dark side. I'll tell you, I, I have had so much fun doing this show. Nagin tells me that one time I role played Naomi Osaka's publicist. I don't recall that at all, uh, but... <laughs> I'm going to have to go back to that episode and listen to it because it sounds funny. Uh, Uproxx calls Fake the Nation the perfect lighthearted fit for a newsy podcast queue that needs a little levity. Meaning the news needs a little levity, <laughs> not the podcast because it is very funny. Subscribe now so you don't miss another episode of Fake the Nation airing every Thursday. Find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or, and I hate this phrase, Wherever you listen to podcasts, like none of us would figure that out. Here's our actual show, starting with our clap slate. Everybody ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tony, are you ready? Are you uh, just distracted by life? Poor Tony looks like she's been crying. I was crying, but it's okay. That's so sorry. Really sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. That Bonnie can really read a room, huh? All right, here we go. She's very sensitive, Bonnie is. <laughs> Three, two, one. And here we go. Tony, are you going to be okay? I'll make it through. Tony is moving to Toad Holler. She has, <laughs> Tony's on the lamb. She has to keep moving because she breaks the rules everywhere she goes. That's what the problem is. Yeah, she's a renegade. Yeah, she finally was thrown out of that hotel because she kept taking the, what was it, frittatas? The egg white frittatas. Egg white frittatas. Did you see that headline in the Sherman Oaks Gazette? Frittata bandit still on the loose? Yeah. Uh, This puts a shadow, I think, a dark spot on our show. It does. It does. But you know what? We push on until somebody's arrested. That's That's how I look at it. Yeah. You know what? I'm sure in court they'll bring up the recording of Bonnie going, it's okay to take the frittatas. You can bring as much food back to your room as you want. That makes yeah. her an accomplice. Paul, it's going to be just me and you, like in the old days. Oh, do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Bonnie and Tony will be uh, in the slammer. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll just be us and 
Fox News continuing. <laughs> All right, let's do it, everybody. The slammer feels like a rest at this point. If a uh, slammer wow. feels like what a rest? Uh-huh. Oh. Get away from it all? No, I, I don't. No. Wow, what a way to bring light into our audience's <laughs> lives. One of, a, one of us is sobbing, and the other one wants prison just for a break from yeah. this horrible existence. Yeah, this is really. Didn't we have what? a guest about happiness on just two weeks ago? Yeah. Guess that didn't take. I missed that show. <laughs> oh. Oh. No wonder you're sobbing. Oh my god, I might start crying any minute. I don't blame you. She advised right. staying in one place, so that probably is a situation that you've got there. <laughs> well, save, save those tears for the show proper. Okay, I don't want to bring up a oh, bad no. subject I, before we I start. I didn't hit record. Oh, my God. I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Tony, hit record now. We'll slate again. We'll, okay, yeah, because he could take it from Zoom. Yeah, let's hit record now. Okay. Are you recording? I am recording. Let's let's slate again. Here we go. <laughs> Three, two, one. Oh my god! Wow. All right. So now Tony, you'll sound better to our audience now that she's part of the show. Hopefully, we're all recording now. <laughs> let's start the show proper so we can get Tony crying again. Here we go. All right. Coming to you live from our houses in Los Angeles, California, this here is Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, your comedy field guide to life. I Tonight, told her not to take all those frittatas back to her room. <laughs> yeah, this is this is my intro, Paula. Sorry. I it just was it was you know, it's just bothering me how people don't listen nah, to me. I, I get it, I get it. Here we go. Tonight, here at our you know, podcast, we put ourselves down or subject, but Tony, <laughs> where's all your furniture? You've been out of your apartment for four months. Is there any way this could wait till after my intro, Bonnie? It's still there. Oh, now she really looks like she's going to cry. <laughs> she's got her fingers over her eyes, and her eyes are all red. No, we'll we'll get to that. It's just I I wrote this intro. Oh, you Adam, <laughs> you write these intros? Oh yeah. Oh, huh. Why they sound improvised? I just always assumed that you just thought about what we were doing and then went, huh, that's fascinating. You write them. Hmm. Good for you. Yeah. No, I, I think it's pretty obvious I write them. I, I'm surprised you're surprised. I'm surprised, all right. Go ahead. Here we go. Uh, coming to you live from our house in Los Angeles, California. This is Nobody Listens to Paul. Uh, your comedy field guide to life. <clears throat> Tonight, here at our podcast, we pride ourselves on providing exceptional customer service to you, our listeners, and we are always striving to find new and innovative approaches to enhance and improve our end user's experience. Transparency and accountability have always been our watchwords and our passion, and with that in mind, we seek to continually renew our commitment to all-around auditory excellence by engaging proactively and productively with our loyal and dynamic customer base. So tonight, we stand ready to hear and process your thoughts with open minds and open hearts as we open our mailbag suggestion box edition. After all, you are our partners in this amazing audio journey. And so we are excited to delve into each and every one of your bullshit ideas without prejudice, no matter how ridiculous and half-assed they may be. Okay, that kind of turned a little at the end there, but I think we can all agree I deserve points for trying. Me? Hey, Adam! Uh, Adam! Yeah. 
What is it we're doing at the end of the show? Mailbag. Suggestions box edition. There we go. Me, I'm Adam Felber, this show's co-host, working tirelessly to earn your trust and favor and perhaps one day even be known for more than my ability to appear on every show. And now, please welcome the woman for whom it has never been said until right now is also on every show. It's Paula Poundstone. Hey, you guys. Hey, traveling Tony. Um, <laughs> and welcome back to tonight's house band, Corey Springhorn on the trumpet. Corey is a city council member in Shoreview, Minnesota. When he's not annoying the citizens of Shoreview, he's annoying his family by practicing piano, French horn, saxophone, and especially trumpet. Wow. Wow. Welcome, Corey, and thanks again. And uh, again, so aptly named, Corey Springhorn. Uh, hey, Paul Houston, <laughs> what's new with you? You know, Adam, remember I told you that I hurt my feet somehow? Yeah, I'm going to say I do. Well, I think it was from walking. I walked cumulatively approximately 100 blocks in New York City without bending my feet because I didn't want my shoes to crack. So friends of mine were like, oh, you should go to it. You should go to it. So somebody told me the name of an orthopede and oh, you should go. And so I went and uh, I got a diagnosis. The diagnosis is footy hurtius. You know, I forgot to ask questions when I was in there. Like I forgot to ask, should I not be walking until it's healed? So you know what? Basically, what I recall, because I get nervous at the doctors. I, I don't really remember everything they say. And sometimes they, they'll put the information on some sort of a medical portal thing where you have to set up a, you know what I'm talking about, which I can't do. And so I don't. And so a lot of the information is kept from me. So he gave me inserts, like um, the rubbery inserts. Remember the ones we used from Dr. Scholz that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he gave me those. And then what was the other thing he said? Uh, oh, take some Advil. That's what he said. So basically the kind of treatment you could get by going to CVS. Pretty get much. Some Dr. Scholl's and Advil. But here's the difference. And here's why it's really good that I went to, you know, a professional, a doctor that's had years and years of training. Um, it cost me $365. Wow. Yeah. I was in there for about 10 minutes. And I mean, not that I needed to be in there longer. And by the way, I thought it was going away. And now it's like worse again. But I'm so g glad that I went to a professional because I couldn't have just shoved some rubber thing in my shoe on my own. No, 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 no. Now, Paula, I, I have some things to say here. I think you, you owe it to yourself to gain access to that patient portal so you could see if maybe you've misremembered your diagnosis because footiest, hurtiest is the kind of thing one might see at the beginning of a Roadrunner cartoon and not a real piece of Latin diagnosis condition stuff. No, it is. It's footiest, hurtiest. <laughs> For another $300, they could give me access to a support group. Mm. Uh, yeah, supportiest, footiest, hurtiest. Uh, you know, <laughs> Yeah. fortunately, here's the good news. Remember I told you that my cat Hardy 
had been at the vet and she might have cancer and she might have a bacterial infection and she might have had a fungal infection. I remember that. I kind of have it in my mind all mixed up with the whole foot adventure. So yeah, the way well, I remember it is that Hardy is walking funny because she doesn't want her paws to crack. That's her, that is correct. <laughs> she has a she has a <laughs> pair of leopard skin boots that she just loves. And she doesn't want those to get messed up. Uh, so the good news is that she doesn't seem to be in any pain. And so I've been able to take her painkillers. Now, it's not easy to do. I have to chase myself <laughs> down and sort of pin me against the cabinet and then and then shoot the meds into my mouth. Um, yeah. But that, yeah. You don't have to take them the way that you give them to pets. <laughs> no, it's the only way. It's the only way. I've been giving that meds to pets for years, and that's the only way to do it. You got to chase them down, pin them between the cabinet, and then yeah. you, I use a, a syringe, you know, to to sh- shove it into their mouth. And then, as soon as you take it, you have to go like that for a while, and then lick yourself. Can't you just pretend that it's dog meds and wrap the medicine up in a slice of bologna and then rub your throat as you eat? You know, my dog, Sirius who has congenital heart disease and takes a lot of heart meds. I, there's no other way of getting the meds in him, so I have to give him canned food now. I don't give him a lot. I give him a little bit of canned food, and he never had canned food before in his life until this happened. And now I crush the meds, and I put a little bit of canned food in there and stir it up, and he is loving this. He tells time now. He gets meds at 11 in the morning, 11 at night, and 5 in the evening, and at like 10 in the morning, he starts herding me into the kitchen as best he can. And if I don't respond right away, he comes to me and he goes, you know, I think the old ticker might be giving out. And, uh, he's loving every second of it. So I'm hoping I don't have any heart problems because I don't like canned dog food. Yeah, I think I got a hearthy, a hearthy, a healthy heart, a hearthy health. A hearthy <gasps> health? <gasps> yeah, well, I, I hope you do too. And uh, if, if, with your permission, Paula, I want to check in right away with Tony Anita Hall. Because <laughs> I think we better. She's going to float yeah. away on a sea of tears over there. Tony, you're still in your B&B, but you have news. I would not call it. It's an Airbnb, not a, okay. a beautiful B&B, as one would picture. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I was supposed to move into my uh, new apartment in a week and a half, and now it's two and a half weeks until I can move into okay. my new apartment. So you just stay in that Airbnb until then? No, I can't. I have to be out of this Airbnb. What are you going to do? I probably can go back to um, the old hotel. Get some free breakfast. Wow. wow. Oh, man. Egg white frittatas. The welcome home bash that they are going to give you at the Lazy Whore. <laughs> I don't know if I... Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I might go to a different hotel. We'll oh, see. you might go to a different hotel? Yeah. Like What? I don't know, like a home wood suites instead of a home two suites. Oh, oh, oh nice. wow! Yeah. The yeah. home. Let me tell you, the home two suites are a lot of points a night. Like, it's but you a have lot. points now because you stayed there for months. Yeah, but my points will go further at a home wood suites. And what? What's this trade off? You can't steal frittatas. There, oh, there's free hot breakfast. I checked. Please. Okay. <laughs> Wait, was the first thing you checked. Um, Pets and hot breakfast. Those are the two filters I have checked. It's so exciting um, to be staying at these hotels where you get the points because you know what that means? That the next time you stay at that hotel, 
they give you a bottled water and a plastic bag with handles. So this. Yeah. yeah. This is worth it. It's exciting. I have to beg them not to give me that when I go to a hotel. I'm like, yeah, thanks. I like, why are they giving away water in a bottle? Why do that's a terrible idea. Why build up points if you're not going to take the water bottle? Tony, why don't you go somewhere where they give you like a, a chocolate chip cookie when you check in? Like a double wood, double tree. Ooh. A double wood. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'll have to look mint. into that. Oh, yeah. I, the Did key you... is pets. I mean, a lot of places don't take cats. So oh. that's how here's the, the Here's the beauty part. You can get one of those duffel bag kind of cat carriers. It doesn't look like a cat carrier. Uh, Mr. Totes makes it known that he's he's in the he's on the premises. He makes okay. it known. I have a better idea. There are cat hotels now, so maybe Mr. Totes could sneak you into a cat <laughs> hotel. <laughs> that sounds like Mr. Totes' personal nightmare. Yeah, no, he'd be hanging out with a bunch of cats, loving it, and they'd go, "What is that you have in that box?" What is it? <laughs> Be a big box. Yeah, what is that in that? What is that? Nothing. What is that Nothing? in that sobbing box over there? Oh, my God. So many tears. All of, like, Have I you just, been shedding a lot of tears about just, this? They, they just start, I just start crying. And, I oh. and is this a result it. of the stress of the, of the move and all that? Yeah. I mean, people will be with me in meetings and they'll be like, are you crying? <laughs> trying to cry it's just happening it's like in this, yeah. I mean, it's a lot it'll be fine here this will cheer you up you know what tony we're gonna change the subject let's go talk to up in the simi valley in her own very comfortable house where she has lived for a long time without incident where she can walk from room to room knowing that it's all hers it's paula's manager our friend bonnie burns how are you bonnie what a nice guy that Adam Felber is. <laughs> what? I'm just saying, you've got a wonderful-looking home over there, Bonnie. Uh, I'm having a similar experience with the vet and that Paula had with her feet, only it's with my dog. She woke up this morning and couldn't get out of her crate. She, had, she couldn't move her back legs. So, well, you have to unlock it. Yeah, <laughs> that's always a good idea. <laughs> And Tony, you want to remember that to tell Mr. Totes, same thing. <laughs> yeah. Also, make sure Mr. Totes puts some air holes in. Yeah. Yeah. When he sneaks you in and maybe a towel or some newspaper uh, is a good idea. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I go to the vet. This is the third time this, this week I've been at the vet. This is the most depressing fucking show no, we've I ever know. done. <laughs> when Bonnie's done, I have a fun hospice story to tell. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. Go ahead, Bonnie. Okay, so I go because I have to go in emergency because I don't have an appointment. That right off the bat is an extra, I think, $125, okay? So I go in. Oh, you know, first they tell you, like, what the horrible thing is. If it's neurological, we can't handle her here. And I'm like, yeah, she seems alert. Don't think it's neurological, but whatever. So they take her in. They, you know, do these tests, blah, 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 blah. They come out, and finally after telling me they thought maybe she had cancer because they saw, like, a thing on her chest and blah, blah, they go, okay, go home. We're going to give you these pain meds. You have to keep the dog, can't move around for two weeks. And Oh, my God. Right. And I'm thinking, 
okay, that's probably going to be hard. And the guy goes, she's going to feel better when she's on this medication. You'll think she's fine. You can't let her move around for two weeks. So, of course, I get home. Why? Because she, the thing about what happened with the legs was she had, what do they call it? Footy hernias. Footy <laughs> Footiest, hurtiest. Yeah, footiest, yeah. That hurtiest, yeah. Soft tissue damage, okay? And by the way, we spent 25 grand having all new floors put in, and they were like hardwood. And we think it might be the damage done when she jumped off furniture onto the hardwood floors because they were so much harder than what we had. But anyway, that's a side note. All right, so I get home. What kind I've of got a her- wussy dog? <laughs> <laughs> I've got her on a, some respect. I've got her on a little leash. What do you have? What kind of dog is it like a puff a doodle? <laughs> what kind of a wussy dog gets injured from jumping off furniture on a hardwood floor? They have this little dog, tiny legs. They have those skinny legs. You, you know what? Legs. This dog is no relation to anything in the wild. Uh, this <laughs> <laughs> She is a Jack Russell Corgi mix. Got little skinny, tiny legs. Okay. Anyway, she's Jack Russell, Corgi, and speech pathologist. That's what she is. She has a little bit of speech pathologist, and she's part knitter. Uh, That's ridiculous. So I'm trying to make the dog feel better, right? And I hold her so she doesn't have to be on her legs. And then, you know, I'm being really careful. I put her in the crate. Then it's time to eat. So I go to take the food to her in the crate, and she speeds out and goes walking up the stairs as fast as she can, two flights of stairs, right? So I'm like, oh my God, Lily Bell. Then she hears her name, so she comes running down the stairs. And the rest of this day oh my God. <laughs> just, I'm so stressed out from trying to keep her from moving. I have a, like a gate up and then I'll go to do something and move the gate, like to give her water or something. And she tries getting out. And then the cats, they're like, oh, are there treats? Is that why you put Lily Bell and the other dog? Is there? Yeah, I want treats too. It is so unbelievably stressful. I'm stressed out. Well, it sounds like you need a house sitter there with you to help take care of the pets. I Somebody do. Who I might need- not have a place to live. That dog has. Oh, and I forgot the other part. Like, okay, so say she's beaten me Bonnie, can Tony stay with you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Tony, come and stay with us. The dog beats me, you know, out of the crate or whatever. Now I have to grab her. She doesn't want to be grabbed, so she's going, uh, uh, and moving her body all around, which is even worse. I don't know how I'm going to do this for two weeks. I really don't. You know, did the vet have any suggestions? Well, they do when I take them. Um, (laughs) You know what? I have an idea. I'll come by and take the meds so I can tell you how it it affects affects me. I think that's a good idea. Oh, my God. This is where, you know, we function so well as a team. You know, we're helping each other out. Tony's going to live with Bonnie. I'm going to take the dog's meds. And Adam's going to be on every show. Um, Yeah, again... Um, you know, if, if you're just tuning in, everybody, uh, Bonnie's dog and Paula Poundstone both have footiest hurtiest. <laughs> <laughs> Paula's cat has cancer. Uh, Tony Nita Hall is homeless. Um, I'm fine. Yeah. Adam's, Adam's doing great. Yeah. You know, he's lost weight. He's physically fit. He teaches improv. He's very involved in politics. Jesus. I don't, 
I don't teach improv, really, and I'm not as involved in politics as I used to be, but um, thanks wait, for wait, bringing those uh, up, Adam, Paula. Adam, hold on a second. Yeah. Oh, my God, look who just came in. Uh, Adam, uh, uh, said, Adam Fuma. Uh, oh, it's, it's Senator Bernie Sanders. Hello, well, it's, uh, Senator it's so Sanders. so good to see you. I, uh, uh, I don't recall uh, a time ever when you were uh, involved in uh, politics. <laughs> oh, no, not even when we we met the few times that we met and talked politics, Bernie. No, I don't. I do not. Uh, I do not recall that. It doesn't oh. mean it didn't happen, but I do not uh, recall that. Uh, oh, it, it, it did. When is it you think that happened? Uh, in two thousand and seventeen, two thousand and fifteen, and twice in two thousand and fourteen. I remember the second time. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, I will say this about Senator Sanders. He uh, he makes a beeline for those hors d'oeuvres in the green room. Hey, everybody. As longtime listeners know, when Helix Mattresses first started sponsoring our show, Bonnie Burns somehow got the drop on me and made off with the first mattress. But in the intervening years, I have gotten myself a Helix mattress. I've had it for almost a year now, and it has improved my sleep. It has improved my life. I could not be happier. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, which I have, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, which is a mattress designed just for big and tall sleepers, and they even have mattresses made just for kids. Now, if you're like me and you were a little nervous about trying it online, or like Paula, who was screaming in fear of buying a mattress online, don't be. The Helix Sleep Quiz takes into account your individual sleep preference to match you and your partner with the perfect mattress. I took the quiz and I ended up with the great mattress for a side sleeper, the Helix Midnight Lux. Take my word for it, everybody. The Helix Midnight Lux. Oh, don't want to take Adam's word for it. I don't blame you. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and... Two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Paula. That's helixsleep.com slash Paula and use the code helixpartner20. This is their best offer yet and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Paula. Paula, I invited you over, but (laughs) fell asleep. Helixsleep.com slash Paula. And if you're going to do it anyway, use our code. Adam. Yes. One in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list. And the sixth one has start a podcast. If that's you, (laughs) make 2024 the year you finally checked learn a language off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. Don't do it. Or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And Paula, I got to say, I really appreciate the whole like getting phrases that are important to know in that language 
right away, like how to order food, how to ask for directions, how to speak to merchants. And I really dig more than that, the speech recognition technology, because even if some of our listeners think that I have a weird cadence when I am attempting to speak Spanish, (laughs) I am am speaking it well enough for the Babbel app to understand what I'm saying, at least when I do it right, like this. Listen to this. Adios, Carlos. Ya te vas. Si, es tarde. Entonces, buenas noches. Hasta pronto. I don't think you have a weird cadence. I think it sounds great. Thank you. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Yikes. And their football team is fantastic. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Is there some kind of special? Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription. Wow. But only for our listeners at babbel.com slash nobody. If I'm not mistaken, Paula, that is 55% off at babbel.com slash nobody. The one spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. And then you just add a slash and the word nobody. And it's 55% off? Yeah. Wow. Rules and restrictions may apply. And if you're going to do it anyway, use our code. Adios. Hey, guys, it's Adam. And tonight is January 3rd, and I am picking Giannis Antetokounmpo to score less than 36 points and James Harden to score more than 16. Why? Because I like beards. Am I putting a lot of money on this? I am not, because I'm not really a gambler, but I am having a lot of fun with Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They're the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, who I would lose to, you pick more or less than two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in, or in my case, not. So I don't bet a lot. With the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey had a 10.5 combo of three points made, plus receptions. Do I get that? Kind of a little bit. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and doesn't return in the second, that player is rebooted. So, it's like an insurance policy. Go to prizepicks.com nobody and use code nobody for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's prizepicks.com nobody and use code nobody for a first deposit match of up to $100. And then drop by and see how I did with the Greek freak and Harden again on January 3rd. My hopes are not that high. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Um, hey, uh, uh, here's the thing that's happening with me. Uh, nothing wrong with taking co- the food in the green room. I always say, if there's free food, <laughs> no. take it. And, uh, you uh, it's, you it's, sure it's, do. You sure do. I would say leave some for the other guests. But. I can see that's what got Tony Anita Hull in trouble at her uh, hotel. <laughs> and that is unfortunate. But well. uh, I do believe if there's free food. In fairness to you, Senator Sanders, you di- you didn't stuff the food in your pockets. I didn't have Bonnie Birds whispering in my ear uh, to do something illegal. <laughs>
Um, hey, uh, here's what I'm going to do today. I'll show myself out. I am going to, when we break for commercial, go to my daughter's open school night tonight. Oh, I forgot about oh. that. We have to take a break yeah. so you can do that. Yeah, break I, for commercial. We're going to break I, for commercial what? anyway. I don't think we need to break for that. I, you know, open house at the school is the yeah. stupidest event <laughs> of the year. Okay, okay. Oh, it just uh, is. My, my no, daughter would not agree with you. There's no real use for it. Are they telling you anything? No, you go, you look around the classroom. The teachers have no idea you know how to use that night the parents you know most of us take our school our kids to school to begin with and so right when they're in elementary school anyway and so you've seen the stuff on the walls no you're not allowed in anymore you you stop outside oh parents is that are not true? allowed in school anymore yeah did you not <laughs> see it when your kid did it at home do, do you want me to is there something you want me to do as long as i'm going paula is there something you want me to say while i'm there <laughs> can i bring a message <laughs> No. Can I bring a message to my daughter's teacher? I would like. Can you I to tell be- her Paula thinks uh, open school nights are useless? Uh, please, I think you'll find a, a, a compatriot in that in that view. I, the teachers don't like that night either because it's stupid. Okay, well, I'll, I'll 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 sound her out and find out if that's her opinion as well. You know, back to school night, you're learning what's going to go on in your kid's classroom. What are the rules? What are the supplies you have to get them? Uh, uh, which is total bullshit as well, by the way. I remember my daughter, Tosha, <laughs> they, she had to have, what was it, a three-inch three-ring binder? You know how fucking large a three-inch three-ring binder is? I said, what are you, working on a NASA project? <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Had to have it. Couldn't be any smaller than that. Uh, and boy, and let me tell, okay, you might not have guessed this yet, but that that notebook did not come home chock-a-block. No. <laughs> no. I guess Not it. chock-a-block. <laughs> All right. So are you looking forward to the, uh, what is it, open school, open classroom? Well, I wasn't, but then we started this show and I thought that'll be a break from the ongoing misery that I'm getting from you guys. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what? If if our luck holds up, um, there may be some kind of flooding at the school. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of flooding, Paula, did you know our listeners are all flooding to our brand new nobody listens to Paula Poundstone dot com website? Oh, oh I love oh. it. Love it. Yeah. Oh, that's I have you guys looked at this website? It's unbelievable. It, well, it's let's got, not get the let's not get the expectations It's the most amazing thing in world history. <laughs> I'm so proud of us that we finally got our own website. We're wow. finally getting into the 90s. That is a low bar. <laughs> um, you know, Adam. Here's what I would Body like you to one. do when you go to your school open house or whatever the hell it's called. I was I trying to like, segue into our website. I would okay. like you to go in and announce when you go through the door. That our podcast has a, a new website. Its own website. Has own its website. own website. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Own, and and own I will say Be that. You know what else I'll tell everybody? I will tell everybody when I go in there that um, if they were to visit nobody listens to com, I will say to my daughter's uh, class's parents and her teacher, I will say if you were to go to that website, you could go to our merch page and find 
all manner of exciting new pieces of Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone merchandise, including ball caps, sweatshirts, and long sleeve t-shirts. Not only that, I will tell my daughter's class's parents, I will say you can also submit feedback there. You don't have to send emails anymore. You can just hit the contact link at nobodylistenstopaulapoundstone.com and interact with the show. Not You can find out about Paula Poundstone's tour dates, and you can see Cats of the Week and see if your cat is part of it. There's so much to do, and I do hope everybody visits. That's what I'll say when I go to my daughter's open school night tonight. You know, if you do that, it'll be the most productive open school night in the history of that school. <laughs> <laughs> In addition to that, I'm also going to tell everybody in my daughter's class, um, the parents and the teacher, that the that our podcast has uh, is returning to our book club, and this time we're reading the Scarlet Letter. And starting next week, we're going to be actually discussing the Scarlet Letter, starting with the first twenty pages of the book. So I will tell them all to pick up a copy of the Scarlet Letter if they want to be part of our bookie bookie book club. What grade is your daughter in? Fourth. Oh, this is perfect. This is perfect. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be seeing go. any number of uh, Scarlet Letter dioramas when I get there this evening. I was just about to say, one way that we might cheer up uh, Tony Anita Hull is to say, to say that we're going to do uh, a diorama on uh, the Scarlet Letter uh, as soon as we possibly can. And, uh, in Craft Corner. In oh. Craft Corner. So that is going to make Tony so happy. I think that's a great idea. We could have a book club Craft Corner crossover. That's yeah. a great idea. <laughs> she might not be up to it right now, right this second. <laughs> well, I don't think she should have scissors at this point in her life. <laughs> but, <No. laughs> but Paula, when you buy new shoes to treat your footiest hurtiest, save the box. Oh, good point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> that's you what know, you put them in? What? Shoebox? I forget. It's been yeah. so long ago it's a, it's, since I made a diorama. It's a scene from a book that you're reading done in like construction paper on the inside bottom of a, uh, a shoebox. And that timeless um, teaching tool uh, was clearly invented by a shoe salesman. <laughs> I can't wait to do that. And I bet our nobodies will submit them too. Like give, take photos and send them to us. Hey, I just want to say one more thing. I already ordered my favorite piece of merch is the merch that says I'm a nobody. You think we have I'm a nobody caps, maybe sweatshirts. I can't remember that part, but I'm a nobody t-shirt. I already ordered mine. I can't wait to wear it around. I think it is an icebreaker because people will probably say, what's that mean? I'm a nobody. And I think just like metaphorically, yeah. I'm a nobody just really works. Yeah. Not connected to the show. Well, I live a little closer to uh, Hollywood than you do, Bonnie. People just assume that wherever <laughs> I go. <laughs> Hey, Paula, how are we doing with that vocabulary challenge this week? You know what? Uh, I have I have some uplifting news, uh, which is... We could use it. I was listening to this book that I've been listening to for a long time now called Stalin. It's about Stalin. And I heard the word quotidian, and I knew what it meant. How about that wow. for exciting? Yeah. What does it mean? Uh, you know, uh, like ordinary, 
you know, normal part of a, a part of a day. Yeah, that was our like, word last week. In fact, it was our word for a few weeks, and I, I, I think you're you're still the only one who knew it. I think, or maybe Tony yeah. did once, and that. Well, Tony comes and goes on these words. All right, but here's yeah. the thing. Uh, so, listeners, That's true of Tony's living situation too. Yeah, well, you know, it's, uh, after almost four years of my weekly vocabulary song, I realized sadly that I couldn't remember the definitions of any of the words. So I decided to ask my coworkers, uh, former nobody listens to Paula Poundstone vocabulary word definitions, to see if they had learned any as a result of my song. So far, it turns out they hadn't. So, listeners, if you go to our Facebook page. Is that where they should go for that, by the way? Is it on the Facebook page? Uh, yeah, and yes. it'll be on yes. our website. Yes, and you can get to our Facebook page through our website, too. That's true. Oh, my yeah. God. This is so... Visit you know, our website. If you no, go we are to really our advancing website, into the 90s. I said it. You may be able to reach the medical portal where the, my diagnosis is. And if you could tell me what it is, I would really appreciate it. Because it's not footiest hurtiest. It is footiest hurtiest. If you go to our Facebook page, you'll find that I've been adding on limbs and features for Adam, Tony, and Bonnie's portraits each week, which they are awarded for telling me the correct definition of a former nobody listens to Paula Poundstone vocabulary word. The podcast member whose portrait is completed first will be the winner. Uh, it's going to be have- me. Uh, we have all three competitors with us today, <laughs> so there needn't be any claims of unfairness. So let's give it your all, and remember, there could be a joint in it for you. We'll start with Tony. Wow. Bonnie and, and Adam, take off your uh, headphones. All right. Tony and Hall, are you ready? I'm ready. This word, by the way, is from the vocabulary song from 2019. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it's quite a while ago. Uh, the word is outre. Oh my gosh, outre, outre. I have no idea. Outre, things Ooh. are gonna get easier. <laughs> um, outre, proper. <laughs> you know, you're in the realm which is it's it's actually the opposite of that. It's an adjective that means violating convention or. Or propriety, or bizarre. So okay. it's it's not going to get you half a breast, but it's uh, <laughs> okay. It's that kind of day. Yeah, yeah. This is four years of vocabulary words. <laughs> uh, all right, you were on the right road. You were just going in the wrong direction. Where did Bonnie go? No, I'm here. All right, Bonnie Burns. Uh, this word is from our, the vocabulary song from 2019. Oh it is the word God. outre. Outre means, um, let's see, how do I describe it? Outre means like chic, ultra fancy, sophisticated. No. Am uh, I close? I think you're th- not really. No. Um, <laughs> outre is an Adjective <laughs> that means violating convention or propriety, bizarre. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that yeah, wasn't close. Yeah, outre. Right. No, I Viol- like that. Yeah. Oh, so outre. no, it wasn't close. Um, but you know, still four years of vocabulary words. Four years. <laughs> uh, four years of <laughs> vocabulary song. Me typing away, thinking of ways <laughs> to remember it. Never worked. All right, uh, let's get Adam back. I was afraid you were going to ask me the word we had last week, and so I thought, well, maybe I'll look it up. 
And then I couldn't even remember what the word was to look it up. Oh, That's my God. How bad you're I these vocabulary Fortidian. words. All I could think of was Mike saying Tidian uh, to Tony, like titty. <laughs> All right, where's Adam? There, I'm signaling I'm, Adam. I'm right here. Adam, Adam's at his kid's school bullshit night. It's uh, not called bullshit night, Paula. <laughs> it's called bullshit night in the teacher's lounge, let me tell you. Um, wow. All right, okay, are you ready, Adam? <laughs> I guess so. Okay, this is an important word for you to remember tonight when you go to your event. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, the word uh, is outre. Wow. That's one from the Wayback Machine. It is. It's from the vocabulary song in 2019. Um, outre means something, I always think of it as out there in that it's something that, it's simply not done. It's something you don't do. Wow. Fantastic, Adam Felver. It, 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 it's an adjective that means violating convention or propriety. Bizarre. A, a very. Hey, hey, that was that was ballpark. I, I like I, that you gave it to me, but that I see. I think it was. I, I think it was right, right there. I see legs and knees coming for you in no time at all. Um, wow. You're not going to take another bullshit turn towards uh, like giving me a sideburns or something? No, I'm giving you <laughs> I, fingers. I feel no like else... your thumb's been on the scale, Poundstone. I should have a whole. I should have a body and a half at this point. No, I've been giving you fingers, and no one else has fingers so far. So. Yeah, but when the time comes, you're going to give Tony mittens, guaranteed. <laughs> no, I'm going to give. I'm going to give Tony a muff. Where you just put your hands in it and you can't see the hands. <laughs> <laughs> nice work, Adam Felber. Uh, thank you very much, Paula. Well, we're ready to, we're rolling then. Um, all right, everybody. You know, a wise man once said that a man can be judged by the company he keeps. And apparently a few people took that to heart and decided not to appear on our show. We'll explore the identities of those highly selective men and women when we come back. On this day in unremarkable history, Adolf Hitler said, I hope the linens go to someone nice. <laughs> God. Wow. Whoa. That is too, borderline too sick. <laughs> and thank you, house band Corey Springhorn. We're back, and I am back literally from a thoroughly delightful open school night. Aw. Yeah. Hi, Paula. Hey, glad it went well. Couldn't be happier for it, you. Oh, I got to see all the stuff my daughter does and, and, and all the projects on the wall. And there was a scavenger hunt for parents and kids to do together so that you can get a full tour of the room and understand things. But you know what? I didn't want you to feel excluded, Paula. So as I left open school night, I spoke to my daughter's teacher about your feelings about uh, open school night. Uh, here, take a listen. Well, Miss Clearly, I've had a great time here, but you know, my co-host Paula Poundstone said that she thinks back to school nights are useless. What do you think? I think they're super important because they showcase all of the hard work that all the students are doing every day. Huh. I agree with you. Thank you. <laughs> oh my so God. we got that going for us. <laughs> what a suck up you are. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that, that teacher is towing the company line. I mean, there's, I loved 
events at my kid's school. I just found that particular one. Like, what are we doing here? And it's funny because every year they would sort of change it slightly. Like they were trying to yeah. find the right and and they never did. I feel like Miss Kalili has cracked the code. Oh, Miss Kalili is so positive. They're super important. Super important. Because <laughs> otherwise you have no idea what your kid was doing. Isn't it a chance for the kid to like show you? Like show off like, hey, here's what I did. And they want the parent to see it. And it's on display. Yep. I saw all the projects that Vivi has done, yeah. her math project, her her report on Jane Goodall, which was really fantastic, uh-huh. the book that she wrote, a science project. It was great. I guess I saw a lot of my kids' work when I had to go back home and pick it up after they went to school. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> I forgot my project. Can you bring it? Yeah, honey, of course. Do you mind if I, do you mind if I look at it while I'm in the car so I can skip uh, open house night? <laughs> Oh, mom, mom. Yeah. Hey, Paula, you've got a kind of a lonely look to you tonight. What's up? Do you know why I look lonely, Adam? Because we have no guests today. There's so much to learn, so much to talk about, but we have no one for this week. Next week is booked, the week after that, and so on. But no one I asked would come on our show today. I, I asked former President Obama, and he wanted to do it. But we tape on Tuesdays, and Tuesdays aren't good for him. So he was pretty disappointed. I I asked Mike Pompeo, uh, who has a lot of free time now, because he recently announced that he's not running for president. He says he and his wife, Susan, had been praying about whether or not to run for president. And apparently God got back to him and said, don't run. No one likes you. Uh, So... Presumably, he and Susan prayed about whether or not he should do Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, but God hadn't gotten back to them by the time we were taping, so we don't have him. Uh, We were going to have a software designer named Nick Glass who created an app that can tell you why you walked into a room. That would have been fantastic, but he's spending the day at the Bed Bath & Beyond because he has some coupons that expire tomorrow. So, yeah, and some of those are going out of business, too. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that's so you really got to get in there. Uh, you know why? I think one, I am not, as you know, I am not a business student uh, or a business <laughs> aficionado, but it seems to me that all those 20% off coupons may have hurt them in the end. Yeah. I, I, I put in a request to the woman who is the top, I hate to say this in front of Tony because this is going to break her heart. I put in a request to the woman she's who is the crying. top seller on Etsy. Uh, she's the one who embroidered a replica of Jackson Pollock's painting Convergence entirely in cross-stitch. <laughs> she was going to come, but at the last minute she called and said she couldn't because she was over-caffeinated. So, oh, that's a pity. Uh, yeah. I, I would have a lot of questions about how to cross-stitch a Pollock. That sounds very difficult. Yeah, it would have been a great guest. I asked Barbara Streisand, and uh, she said, I'm not doing that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Nikki Onstein, Nikki on. Okay, so um, <laughs> I apologize to the listeners, but this is, this is going to be Bonnie Burns' favorite episode because she always wants us to keep it tight. She always wants right. the show to be shorter. <laughs> and so and a peek behind the curtain. Uh, she wants a peek behind the curtain. This would be, okay, this is a prototype of, bon, of what would be Bonnie's favorite show. Uh, hey, you guys, I'm naked. All right, let's start the show. 
Okay, thank you for listening. <laughs> and that's all we have time for. Exactly. Good night, everybody. She would love that. So yep. there you have it. All right. Well, you know what, Paula? You're right. We do have a guest next week um, and the week after, the week after that. Next week, our guest is psychologist Dr. Cynthia Vinny. She wasn't available this week. She will be answering our questions about violence on television. Wow. Yeah. She couldn't be here this week because it's uh, it's open school night. <laughs> she couldn't be here this week because she was scared. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're calling her a scaredy cat. She, she's letting her fears stop her. That's, uh, I'm sure she's good at her job. Don't get me wrong. Well, you know, Benjamin Franklin said, wise men don't need advice. Fools won't take it. But tonight, we're going to prove him wrong by showing we're exactly the kind of fools who will take your advice. It's Mailbag Suggestion Box Edition when we come back. The Cat of the Week is Summer 06 from Painesville, Ohio. Hey, and you know what else is important to us? The kind and wonderful sponsors that we are about to tell you all about. So please give it a listen, and if you're going to buy it anyway, use our code. A detective came and knocked on the door, and I said, is it Renee? And he just gave me that solemn look. It was the worst day ever. The Proof Podcast is back with a new case and a new season. 23 years ago, 18-year-old Renee Ramos went missing. Her body was later found in an empty Home Depot building on the edge of town. I don't think that they arrested the right people. It's about time somebody's trying to do something. She had a black eye about two weeks before she was murdered. They are involved. They definitely had her body and her backpack. You know people are going to judge you, right? Of course. They're judging me now. They've been judging me damn near my whole life. You can listen now to season two of Proof wherever you get your podcasts and follow along with us as we reinvestigate the murder at the warehouse. I have to ask, did you kill Renee? The spread of misinformation has fueled our cultural divide and increased our collective anxiety about the future. Tackling misinformation isn't a simple task, but it's important. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that's dismantling new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. On the show, a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic walk into a bar, and the bartender says, no, 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 it's not that old joke. They dive deep into current events, such as RFK Jr.'s involvement in mainstreaming dangerous anti-vax rhetoric. They crowdsource, research, analyze, and dream up answers to the problem with, get this, proven science as their ultimate guiding light. I highly recommend you check out Conspirituality's fascinating episodes on creating comedy in the MAGAverse with Jordan Klepper or RFK Jr. flirting with body fascism. And you've listened to a bunch of them at this point, Paula, I know, and you tell me you love it. I, I do. They're, they're fascinating, and my favorite part is they use, wait for it, proven 
Science, Science? and and if if there's any kids listening, that's a class we used to take, proven science as their ultimate guiding light. I love that. From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed about misinformation and help you resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jesus fucks. Get ready for the miracle of Mega, a comedy podcast from the staff of a fictional mega church. And, and not only does he f- but he's the best at it. I'm Holly Loren. And I'm Greg Hess. Our characters, Hallie and Gray, welcome a new guest each week, played by some of the biggest names in comedy and podcasting. Like Scott Ackerman, Lauren Lapkus, Paul Shear, Jason Manzukis, Cecily Strong, and Duncan Trussell. I just love to think about that the light shining down on all those corpses in the water and Noah just going by and maybe maybe a mom being like, please, we're running out of energy. Can you please let us on the boat? It's completely improvised, and it's devilishly funny. Is there any question you have for us about, you know, what it means to live a life in Christ? I guess, how much do you think is bullshit? There's a new episode every Sunday. Listen and subscribe to Mega, wherever you get your podcasts. Best I ever had. Best I Y'all can do it. Y'all can do it. Y'all sing along. We you know what I'm saying? Go, Jesus, you the best. Jesus, you're the best. You the best. Jesus, you're Jesus, the best. You're the be- okay, best never mind. Best I ever had. Best wow. I ever had. Hey, everybody, get a head start on spring cleaning with Caraway. Their thoughtfully designed sets and complimentary storage makes getting and staying organized easier than ever. And you can now save 10% off the full suite of Caraway products from their internet famous cookware to their newly launched food storage set. Caraway's high quality ceramic coated kitchenware is free of PTFE, such as Teflon, also lead, cadmium, and other toxic materials. Caraway kitchenware comes in a variety of chic shades, and all sets include complimentary easy access storage solutions. The ceramic's naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter. You can still use butter if you're like me. Uh, For slide off the pan eggs and easy cleaning, over 40,000 people have raved about their Caraway kitchen. Now it's time to try it for yourself. And I know I've mentioned this before, Paula, but my Caraway giant saucepan in canary yellow is the most frequently used pan in my kitchen now. It is fantastic. It's good looking. I use less oil and butter, which is uh, really good for me at the moment. And it cleans like it's one of those Teflon pans, but it's not. It's just ceramic and it's super nonstick. I dig it. Visit Caraway. Wait, wait, wait. Before I read how you're supposed to get your Caraway pan... I just want to say that although mine is not canary yellow, <laughs> it's just blue. I use it all the time. I really enjoy it. It works just the way we've said it works. How often can you say that? Visit carawayhome.com Paula to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners, so visit carawayhome.com slash Paula or use code Paula at checkout. Caraway non-toxic cookware made modern. You can still use butter if you want. Yes, you can, but you don't have to. And if you're going to get it anyway, use our code. They should really get it. I love my pan. That pan changed my life. It's a good pan. A news update from the dental chair. Yo, 
Biden is running for president. This has been a news update from the dental chair. Fun fact, because they have a different calendar, right now it is the year 2015 in Ethiopia. So they still have a shot at electing Hillary. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. Thank you, house band Kari Springhorn. Hey, Paula, I want to give a special Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone shout out to nobody Sheldon Helms. Have you heard about this guy? I know you have, Paula. Who's Sheldon Helms? Well, Sheldon runs the NLTPP Pod Fan Club Facebook group. There's a second Facebook group about us, and it's run by Sheldon. And uh, he created a fun quiz matching Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone characters with their well-known quotes. It's fantastic. It's all automated. You can find out how much of a nobody you are. You can find the quiz on the Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone podcast fan page on Facebook and take it yourself. Thank you, Sheldon. I took the quiz. I got 100. I got 100% too. I did too. I'm surprised you did, Bonnie, because you barely listen to us when we're actually recording. (laughs) I listen. (laughs) I just can't can't hold it in my brain that much. When you answer Miss Nancy or Mrs. Culpepper and you get it right, you get a description of the character that Sheldon wrote. And he wrote them beautifully, I thought. Yes. Very well done. I agree. So thank you, Sheldon. And uh, hoot, hoot, Sheldon. <laughs> and, and Paula. <laughs> Paula, speaking of Sheldon, Sheldon loves to travel, and so do you. Where are you traveling to next? Oh, wow. I'll tell you, Adam, what a segue. <laughs> That's the worst segue ever. <laughs> you know, I, I travel a lot, but I never see anything. Um, Adam, as you know, May is a big allergy month. That's why I'm happy to encourage listeners to come laugh with me for a couple of hours in Grass Valley, California at the Center for the Arts Grass Valley on Friday, May 12th. You can get tickets at the tour page at paulapoundstone.com or in Napa, California at the Uptown Theater on Saturday, May 13th. Go to paulapoundstone.com and click on the tour tab or... In Reading, Pennsylvania, at the Miller Center for the Arts on Friday, May 19th. Same way to get tickets. Go to the tour tab at paulapoundstone.com. Come laugh away your allergy symptoms. There is no scientific indication that laughter has any effect on allergies at all. <laughs> Interesting that they're hiring Bernie Sanders to do those uh, uh, disclaimers nowadays. There is no scientific uh, information <laughs> that indicates that laughter yeah. has any effect on allergies at all. <laughs> Thank you, Bernie. Uh, hey, you know what it's time for now, Paula? It's, it's one of my favorite segments ever. It's time for Mailbag <laughs> Suggestion Box Edition. Now, what I love about this is that, you know, our listeners have so many great ideas for the show. They don't just love our show. They think our show could be better. And they have... <laughs> <laughs> And they have multitudinous suggestions for how we might do that. So it's time for our mailbag suggestion box edition featuring Tony Anita Hall. So this is a chance, Adam, for us to grow as a podcast, right? For us to develop. uh, You know, we don't have a big writing staff. 
Um, no. we, you know, we're all stringers. We all do everything. We, you know, we do the recording. We do, apparently you do some writing and, uh, we, uh, yeah. Like so you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this chance to get the audience's input is just great for us. I'm very excited. I am too. And with, with that, Tony and Anita Hall, step on up to the microphone. Try, just dry those tears, step up to the mic and re- <laughs> reach into the mailbag. <laughs> Suggestion mark. <laughs> okay. Uh, first off, we have technical. You know, Sarge- Tony. One of the things I don't understand about your friends who had the what was it proposal party or whatever the <laughs> hell it was. Yes. <laughs> if they're so fucking rich that they can bust their friends in <laughs> and hide them in shrubs for the proposal, why the fuck can't they get you like a a nice little place for? A few for a months. Week. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't get it. I, what, I don't how come they're not stepping up to the plate? Was it Maddie and Batty, right? Maddie and Batty. Yeah, the- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rob. Rob? Who's Rob? Okay, the first... <laughs> the- first off, we have Technical Sergeant Bigler. Wait a minute. First oh, off wow. on what, Tony? First off <laughs> the on segment? what? The segment? What is this segment? Three... <laughs> well, usually there's a usually there's a name to you know beyond the numeric. What 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 are we what are we doing in segment three? Mailbag. Suggestion box edition. Okay. So. Technical- All right, what did Technical Sergeant Bigler have to Thank say? Thank you. Hey, Paula, Adam, Tony, Bonnie, and Julie. After listening to the most recent Tony's Craft Corner, I thought she might be glad of a new theme song meaning no disrespect to the Honorable Captain Crinkle. Uh, check out the song, which I, the composer, authorize you to use as much as you'd like on Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, if you feel like it. Love the show. P.S. Longer cold opens, please. P.P.S. <laughs> as per my Facebook messages, please stop sexually harassing Tony Anita Hall. Has that ever Ooh. happened? I don't think that's Hold ever happened. Hold on a second. <laughs> what? <laughs> You know what we could do? We could do we could do a uh, mailbag sexually harassing Tony Anita Hollis. <laughs> I think arguably every mailbag is that, but uh, t- 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 Tony, do you feel sexually harassed uh, on the show? I know Paula has gotten a little racy with you at times. <laughs> um, you know, Mike Boom Boom Bonifit makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> He, I think he has a thing for you. I don't, you know. I, I think so too. I makes think he feel very comfortable. I, I don't think he knows how to express it very well. You, you know, I think he's got some social problems. Maybe Mike, Mike does. Well, we're gonna stop whatever we've been doing, Tony. We're gonna stop starting yeah, today. I promise. Stop. You know, Tony. I'm gonna tell you something, Tony. That was supposed okay. to be a surprise, <laughs> Mike. Mike is planning a proposal party, and we're all supposed to. <laughs> supposed to take a bus to somewhere and hide in shrubs while while he proposes to you so i don't know I hope although he didn't phrase it as proposes to her he said tries out his moves was his, were his words uh, uh, yeah okay yeah he's very excited very excited very roll excited the song roll the song. <laughs> here's the song from technical sergeant bigler 
With Adam we have chuckled and with Paula we laugh We all love Captain Crinkle though she is a bit damn But now let's meet the woman who's our favorite on staff It's Tony's Craft Corner, let's go do some crafts Tony Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. So good. That was so great. Thank you so much. I don't think there's a way for us not to use that at the next Craft Bravo. Corner. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. No, you know what? I think Craft Corner may have to be a part of every show oh. from now on. No. Well, that's Tony's dream come true. <laughs> it absolutely is. I, I love the song. It's just unfortunate Craft Corner comes with it. <laughs> Yeah, Tony, I think that this could be really... You know what? And you might have a spinoff show, let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. So next we have Reshi from Melbourne, Australia. All right. Hey! Uh, Oh, Tony! Tony, do you know Reshi from your visit to Australia when you wore your Nobody Listens to Paula Ponson sweatshirt because you were the ambassador? No, and I wasn't in Melbourne. (laughs) Where were you? Sydney. Oh. oh, we don't have any fans writing in from there. No. Oh. Hmm. That's weird. Because you wore your shirt and it attracted a lot of attention. I did I, I did wear it that one day. In the hotel room. No, I wore, that guy commented on the quote. Oh, I didn't realize that. How did I miss that? Yeah. What is Reshi from Melbourne, Australia? And thank you, Reshi. What does Reshi say? Rashi says, all the Colin people and ghosts and politicians are so hilarious. More phone calls, more COs, more Bonnie singing, more reports and games. The longer the show, the better. <laughs> I love it when you're nice to Bonnie and Tony and Adam. It holds the show together. Suggestion. Maybe Bonnie could accompany you while you're playing the chimes during mailbag. She could sing or play a different <laughs> instrument or rap. Ooh, that is a... Oh, yeah. That's a strong suggestion, Reshi. Reshi, thank you. That's a fantastic suggestion. Because, you know, the names Bonnie Burns and Rap have been synonymous... (laughs) With each other, yeah. For quite a while, yeah. I don't think anybody can think rap or hip-hop and not think uh, Captain Crinkle, Bonnie Burns. Yeah, so Bonnie, the next time Paula busts out that Glock... Feel free to just sort of freestyle some rhymes. You know, I think I'm going to work on it and come and and do a rap song. Wow. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Fantastic. (laughs) Reshi, Reshi, let it be on your head. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks, Reshi. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Also, we've had two listeners ask for more cold open. I, yeah. I, I don't know how that's sitting. I saw Bonnie flinch both times that was said. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I really like it that people want a longer show. I want a longer show. I want a show that's more like a, a, a pod athlon. A pod athlon. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we, we frequently have that, possibly even tonight when we don't have a guest. Hey, uh, Tony, what else is in that mailbag? Suggestion box edition. Go ahead, Tony. Connie, lay it on us. Go ahead. Connie R. Right. To- uh, Tony, uh, if you don't mind my asking, no. where, where are you getting these? <laughs> yeah, you're, are you making this shit up? What? <laughs> They're from the mailbag. The mailbag. 
I like that the way we formulated it, it's both a bag and a box tonight. Go ahead. <laughs> Connie R. writes, here's how you might get Tony to sing. Plan for all four of you to sing a song together. Then, the night you're taping, Adam, Paul, and Bonnie start faking audio problems. You know, dropping words or something. But just blow it off. After you all start singing, the three of you then, singly or all together, stop making noise and just mouth the words. Tony will continue on, thinking it's just the audio problem again. Ooh. Ooh. Well, that's a ridiculous idea. We have been having audio problems tonight, but uh, Tony would never fall for that. So when we sing, we all sing together. In fact, let's do that uh, rendition of America the Beautiful. We all agreed to sing together. <laughs> <laughs> Ready, everybody? On three. I forget One, how it goes. Two. Oh, uh, okay, you just follow along, Paul. Okay. Hopefully we don't we don't lose audio. Oh, okay. One, two, three, Tony. Oh, oh beautiful. beautiful. I think we need to start on a particular note. Skies, skies, forever waves of Tony, Tony, I need a hole. I don't. I like wow. I'm about to cry. Tony, you know. remember? Connie, that totally remember, didn't work. Remember when the chorus teacher would notice somebody was off? And they'd go like, they'd go to the piano and go like, and then it's like, you know, okay, this person, you know, okay, uh, uh, Andy, la, 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 la. Okay, it's not Andy. Uh, uh, Jane, <laughs> la, 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 la. Jane's fine. Not Jane, so not that, Jane, no. yeah, yeah. So that's, it's okay. So Bonnie, Bonnie Burns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? You're supposed to. You're supposed to. Sing she wasn't listening, note. Paula. No, Bonnie. she was I not had, listening. I had to find. Out. She has no idea what you want her to do. I you're don't. supposed to sing the note. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bonnie. Yeah. You're supposed to sing the note. What note? Oh, the on. note from your glockenspiel. Oh, Do no, you hear another no. note? Take somebody demo for me. We okay. just demoed it four times. <laughs> okay. What? I'm supposed to do the note from your glockenspiel? Yes, please, Bonnie, if you could do that. Okay. The rest of the class is waiting. Okay. Pink, 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 pink. pink. <laughs> 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 I tried to get the right note. Okay, in fairness, I don't think Bonnie was in her school chorus. She was very busy with the pep club. Very busy with the pep very club. Busy with their, their what was it? Another pep club effort? Was that what it was? Just yeah. another pep club effort. Uh, all right, Tony. Tony. Come on. Okay, I think we found the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tony does have the musical theater background, but she has yet to share her gifts with us because she's so focused on crafts right now. (laughs) Oh, no, it's a gift, Tony. I'm sure of it. All right, well, thanks for trying, Connie. Uh, Tony, what does Bruce Lundquist have to say to us? Bruce writes, hey, gang. I've been watching the original Outer Limits TV series from the 1960s. It has some terrific grabbers, and I thought it could give you some ideas. Check it out. Love the show. Oh, that, oh, how nice. that is a good idea. Like we could do a show 
where when we first come on, we all have worms all over our face. <laughs> right. Wasn't that a Outer Limits episode one time or something? Yeah, we could come up with a bunch of like Outer Limits type grabbers. Like we could open the show lamenting that Paula Poundstone has passed on and then you show up and we don't know why you're there. Oh, that's a grabber. Good one. That's yeah, we don't know if you're a ghost or you faked your death. Yeah. 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 Thank you, uh, yeah. Bruce. That's fantastic. Yeah. Th- yes. Thank you, Bruce. Uh, uh, you know, that. I bet you, Bonnie, do you watch Outer Limits on TV? Uh, I think like a really long time ago I did. Oh, no. no I, I mean, was thinking the Twilight I mean, zone. currently. No, no I yeah. do not. Yeah. Oh. Because I thought <laughs> I, since you watch Wagon Train, maybe you made time for. Uh, you know, Bonnie only watches shows from when television first came into being. <laughs> <laughs> no, I watch Wagon Train because I used to watch it with my dad when I was little, and it reminds me of our time together. Oh, that's Aww. that's nice. Aww. Did your dad ever turn to you and kind of hug you close to him <laughs> on the couch and say, God, this is a stupid show? Did he ever do that? <laughs> no, we used to watch it every week, I know. We were upset when that guy, whatever his name is, died, and he got replaced by whatever his name is. Well, is, is a, Ward Bond. Ward Bond died. I feel like I've just been to the Museum of Television and Radio right there, Bonnie. That is a vivid description of Jesus. how Wagon Train happened. It's like a TV guide. Uh, yeah. uh, Science. Uh, she really... <laughs> she really... All right. She really brings back a time with those. I haven't heard yeah. those names in years. Yeah, because they're dead. Well, that was, you know, what's his name got a lot of work back then, so that's probably yeah. why you're was your, was your whole family like that, Bunny? Would your dad say to you, honey, honey, uh, uh, starts with a B, uh, come on in here. <laughs> that, that show that we like is about to start, the one with the guy. And the oh, he died. Oh, he's replaced by somebody. <laughs> Honey, Tony, what else is in that mailbag? Oh yeah, sorry, I was, I was googling so wagon train. Okay, um, oh my god, <laughs> I wonder who replaced who. Which one was replaced by good character actor Robert Fuller? No, he replaced Flint McCullough. And it wasn't oh the same God. at all. Flint McCullough was hot. Yeah. You know, okay. somebody who knows what we're talking about is probably like 70. So it might look Somebody knows who we're talking about is probably dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. I, I took us off track. My apologies. No, Ward Bond was the last person to really understand Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ward Bond was in Gone with the Wind, wasn't he? Ward Bond. Less about Ward Bond, more about Chris Straw. <laughs> it's a Ward Bond film festival. War, Ward Bond was in everything. He was. You're right. Yeah, he wasn't. Wait. He was okay. In wait. Gone with the wind. Oh, would you stop googling? <laughs> okay. Wait. I got it. Here's wait, my Ward Tony. Bond impression. Wagons, ho! <laughs> wow. If I wasn't looking right at you. Yeah, I would swear um, you were Bonnie Burns woo. doing an impression of some guy. Hey, oh um, Tony, let's let's get to that next. I'm just trying to wrest I control know. of this show back from the, the maw of chaos and Googling <laughs> and incomplete remembrances. Tony, what else is in that mailbag? Suggestion box edition. John Kelso writes, 
Secret tip for Tony. We all hate the glockenspiel just as much as you do. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I wager that none <laughs> I wager that none of the messages you read actually come in a quote mailbag. When Paul is trying to get you to say it, let her know that you're reading messages from the inbox. I'm sure she will be entirely thwarted. We'll have no retort and we'll never hear the block again. Uh, Tony, what does he suggest that you are reading from? <laughs> the inbox. <laughs> Suggestion box edition. All right, Tony, what else is in that inbox? <laughs> Suggestion box edition. Thank you, John. That was a great. That was a great suggestion. That works. That works. Really, John. Nobody great. in their right mind hates the Glock. Everybody. Well, loves- if you go to our Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone <laughs> fan page on Facebook, <laughs> it turns out a lot of listeners hate the Glock. But not <laughs> Tony. Lots of them. Not Tony. Tony loves the Glock. Tony, tell him. I must not tell lies. <laughs> 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 okay, not a Glock fan. Okay, Tony. So what else is in our inbox? <laughs> Suggestion box edition. Rick Boger Hawkins writes, Paula et al. I cannot get Bonnie's We Got a Book Club out of my fucking head. It's an otherwise pretty unremarkable tune, so I suspect or hope it might just be a brain tumor. <laughs> Could you please put an audio file of Captain Crinkle's song on your Facebook page? Thank you. No! <laughs> I mean, uh, that's an interesting suggestion, Rick. I'm I uh, think, um, excellent idea. I'll Rick. put Thank it you. up on the new website. Oh boy, I'm happy to do it. She's so excited about the new website. I am. Yeah. Well, I do want to say to Rick, um, it's not an unremarkable tune, really. It's not a pretty unremarkable tune. It is, in fact, comedy tonight from A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. <laughs> Bonnie, Bonnie didn't realize it when she was, quote, writing it, unquote, but that is the tune that's being sung there. Hmm. No. Boy, it's That's weird because I remember visiting Bonnie during the time that she was working on writing, and it was like it was like the scene in Amadeus. You know, where she was pacing the room, she was drawn, and 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 <laughs> all, all these crumbled up pieces of paper. Yeah, right, sweat pouring off of her. She it was like sure. she was insane, and her her father kept showing up with an odd mask. It was uh, yeah. So I'm surprised to hear that it was another song entirely. Huh? I think entirely. it's my rendition. It's my rendition and the lyrics I put in. What do you mean your rendition? The way I sing it. Okay, yeah. uh, Bonnie. Bonnie, we're having. A- <laughs> oh, you're gonna do it with the Glock? Okay. Uh, I no, gonna- I was just. N- n- no, I, I. I was just. Uh, we've been having. There's somebody a little bit off on our chorus, uh, uh, Bonnie. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> no. But if you ever listen to the show, you sure will. Um, Hey, I don't know about putting it up on our website, but if you do want to hear Bonnie Burns croon that uh, book club song for the first time in months, you might hear it next week when we take on the first 20 pages of Nathaniel Hawthorne's The Scarlet Letter. Read those first 20 with us and enjoy the dulcet tones of Bonnie Burns crooning a mostly plagiarized theme song. No, the lyrics are original. It's just taken off. I don't know why. 
Scarlet Letter, Scarlet Letter. <laughs> what to look forward to. Yeah, that, thanks Whoa. for that little taste of the future, Bonnie. I, yeah, I think that's going to... I think that's going to rope in a lot of people that otherwise yeah, might not have I, wanted to join us gonna, reading this Scarlet Letter in the book club. Uh, but I know it, that I, I made a mental note to listen to Pod Save America instead. Um, hey, uh, <laughs> ouch! <laughs> to Tony, wow. what else is in the mailbag? Suggestion box edition. Ethan Beckley writes, I thought it was interesting on this week's show that after giving Bonnie such a hard time about discovering Seattle, Adam then incorrectly (laughs) referred to Seattle as being on the Pacific Coast. As defined by Wikipedia, the coast is the area where land meets the ocean. Casual inspection of a map shows that Seattle is not at all on the Pacific Coast. Seattle is nearly 100 miles inland, which means Seattle is on the coast like Palm Springs is on the coast. I hope Bonnie and Tony will do their next oral report on Seattle to help Adam get more informed on this matter. You know, wow. I noticed I noticed this wow. error when it happened, and it was all I could do to hold myself back. I was just like, that fucking son of a bitch. How could he yeah. say such a thing? Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know about the Palm Springs analogy because, you know, Seattle is one of the bigger seaports in America, and I don't think Palm Springs is a great place to travel by boat. Oh, it is. I, we, I oh, just it is? came back. <laughs> I, yeah. I just came back from a cruise to Palm Springs. It was unbelievable. All right. Uh, well, thank you for thank you for correcting me. I thought I didn't know this was the Department of Corrections, Ethan. But I'll stop saying <laughs> Seattle is a is on the Pacific Coast if you stop referring to Philadelphia and Washington D.C. and I think even Boston as coastal cities because they're not. When wow. When did he say boy, that? That's you know what? No, because because those those are commonly thought of as East Coast cities. But he didn't say anything about that. <laughs> Yeah, we don't know that he ever said that. No, he didn't. (laughs) It's possible possible that Ethan, that when people talk about East Coast cities and somebody mentions Baltimore, that Ethan says, actually. Yeah, but we don't know that for sure. And I want to thank you, Sidney Powell, for leaping to Ethan's defense. Uh, We don't know that for sure. What a weird thing to allege. Uh, yeah, uh, you're right. So, I was way out of line, and so I'm glad I that Ms. Powell it. stepped in. You're out of order. You're out of order. <laughs> I googled it, and it says oh my top God. of the <laughs> top of the Wikipedia page says Seattle is a seaport city on the west coast of the United States. Yes, yeah. but Ethan is technically correct that it's on the Puget Sound as opposed to on right. the actual Pacific Ocean. Adam was thinking of another city called Seattle. Yes, it is, <laughs> But it's not an ocean. There's places in Washington State where you could go to an ocean. Yes. Seattle is not one of them. No, you'd be on the Puget Sound. Yes. We all get it. Which is an inlet of the Pacific Ocean. Ethan, you're tearing our family apart. (laughs) Well, (laughs) the ocean's far away. You know what? I I don't think we can sustain any more of this argument. Let's everybody just... (laughs) Everybody We're just hammering. go to your corner. Tony, go to your craft corner. Everybody else just go to your corner. <laughs> Jesus, I can't take it anymore. Thank you, everybody. And you know what? If you want to fill up that mailbag, 
There's a brand new way to do it, and that's just go to nobodylistenstopaulapoundstone.com on your web browser. You can click on the Contact Us button, and you can just tell us what's on your mind. We're always looking for suggestions and for your feedback, and as you can tell, we're we're very, very receptive to criticism. Hey, Paula, what's going on in your Poundstone product empire this week? I, I just Let me just say this. I don't want to hear another fucking negative word about the glockenspiel. What's the matter with you people? <laughs> <laughs> you can still say it on our Facebook page because uh, Paula never goes there. Hey, Paula, what's going on in your Poundstone product empire this week? Adam, most kittens are born around this time of year. You know what that means? Cat birthday party season. I'm happy to tell you that the perfect cat gift, the Poundstone Pussy Pillow, a four inch by five inch catnip stuffed pillow with a cat joke on one side, autographed to your cat on the other side and including a grommet for tying a string to pull is available at the shop at paulapoundstone.com plus captain crinkle would be the first to tell you it's garden time listeners can email me at paula at paulapoundstone.com to order worm waste for four dollars per pound plus shipping we'll send you a pack of your plant's favorite treat from the funniest farm in the world and for $30 plus shipping you can receive the how the heck does she do it package a pound of worm waste and a personalized video showing you some part of my worm farming process and introducing you to the worm I name after you well that's fantastic Paul and I hope everybody uh, goes to paulapoundstone.com either before or after you go to nobody listens to paulapoundstone.com <laughs> and that's our show everybody remember to follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get those pods it's free subject or topic you want to know more about once again go to nobody listens to paulapoundstone.com and that's our show nobody listens to Paula Poundstone is hosted by Paula Poundstone and yours truly Adam the Felber special thanks to our guest and thanks to house band Corey Springhorn. <laughs> Our show is produced by Paula Poundstone, Adam Felber, Bonnie Burns, Ken Lezebnik, and Julie Burkobian, and we're edited by the great Vic Lowry. That's our show for today. You know what? You guys, make sure you remember to get your copy of The Scarlet Letter and read 20 pages. We don't, we don't want you to get behind. We want to make sure that when your school has their open house, you're ready. <laughs> That's our show for tonight. Won't somebody please listen to me? Paula, we're no. going to need to construct a shelter in your backyard, I think, if that's all right, for Tony. <laughs> well, I'd be happy, you know, I'd be happy to have her, um... Well, uh, Mr. Totes doesn't really mix well with others, is the impression I'm getting. Yeah, well, you know, we could enclose my backyard, and he could live out there. Or, wait, better yet, she could live out there, and he could have a nice guest room. <laughs> I, You know, I don't have a room in my house that doesn't have, like, stuff in it. Like, you know, when the kids moved out, it suddenly stuff got in there. Um, uh, my daughter so, Allie's room looks like the room of requirement from Harry Potter. <laughs> it's just got everything else in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if Tony's willing to sleep under the pinball machines, then she's welcome to come here. I think she probably should. Yeah, that'd be a great way to wake her up every morning. Is that part of your morning ritual, playing pinball? No, don't I wish. No, because that room that used to be this wonderful pinball room has now become uh, Wendell's sweatshop where he makes... 
the um, <laughs> pounce down pussy pillows. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, you guys, I looked it yeah. up. The guy who replaced Ward Bond is um, John McIntyre. He's a great character actor. Well, boy, that certainly scratched a niche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody. As longtime listeners know, when Helix Mattresses first started sponsoring our show, Bonnie Burns somehow got the drop on me and made off with the first mattress. But in the intervening years, I have gotten myself a Helix mattress. I've had it for almost a year now, and it has improved my sleep. It has improved my life. I could not be happier. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, which I have, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, which is a mattress designed just for big and tall sleepers, and they even have mattresses made just for kids. Now, if you're like me and you were a little nervous about trying it online, or like Paula, who was screaming in fear of buying a mattress online, don't be. The Helix Sleep Quiz takes into account your individual sleep preference to match you and your partner with the perfect mattress. I took the quiz and I ended up with the great mattress for a side sleeper, the Helix Midnight Lux. Take my word for it, everybody. The Helix Midnight Lux. Oh, don't want to take Adam's word for it. I don't blame you. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Paula. That's helixsleep.com slash Paula and use the code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Paula. Paula, I invited you over, but you fell asleep. Helixsleep.com slash Paula. And if you're going to do it anyway, use our code. 